welcome back to my podcast. I'm Camilla, your high vibe advocate. Give me 15 minutes and I will give you a high vibe world. Today, I want to talk to you about forgiveness. And forgiveness is a hot topic. It's a difficult topic. And at times, even a divisive topic. It requires having a full faith in humanity mentality and full faith in the human spirit. And as a preamble of today's conversation, I want you to know that no matter where you are in your journey or where you stand regarding forgiveness and your ability to forgive, I do not judge you or see you as good or as a bad person. I just want to Or, well, I just hope that today I can help you see that if you can find it in your heart to be able to forgive, you may in fact be able to completely change your life for the better. You will feel lighter and free in a way that you never felt before. I want to start with a quote. To forgive is to set a prisoner free and discover that that prisoner was you. For most people, it is so difficult to forgive. I have spent a great chunk of my adult life since my early 20s trying to decipher why. I wanted to know it for myself. It used to be something that I struggled with and it consumed me. But I experienced a paradigm shift. And it all began when I was in law school and I was a member of the mediation clinic at my school, which used the transformative mediation method. As part of the prerequisite for that clinic, I had to take a class uh, with an incredible professor who was also a rabbi, and he really pushed the envelope with the situations and circumstances that he brought to our attention. But no circumstance was more shocking to my conscience than the one involving a meeting between the parents and family of a rape and murder victim and the perpetrator who sat in prison serving a life sentence. You see, I was young and very, very much in favor of the death penalty at the time. So the fact that this man, who I could only label as a monster, had been given life instead of death for the horrendous crime that he had committed already really rattled me and made me so angry. But for the family to forgive him as if what he did was something that one could forgive? Oh man, I mean, to me, forgiveness in that circumstance meant that her family and society were saying that what he did to her was okay and that her life was disposable and that it did not matter that much. It was to me injustice at its finest and that I was not okay with it. I raised my hand and I expressed my feelings. I was angry. I was really pissed off. I wanted to walk out of that class. It went against everything I stood for and who I was at my core. Then he played the video of the meeting and I was brought to tears almost immediately upon seeing the perpetrator and the family in the same room. And the guy didn't even show remorse and he was not even asking for forgiveness and he was still a monster who did not deserve to be forgiven. And he's like, well, that's how I 
that's how I felt. But the vibe that I was getting, the feeling that I was getting in my heart by watching, you see, that feeling was special. It was different. And I did not know, I just, I did not know it at the time, but it would forever change my world and change who I was. That family's ability to let go of hatred and resentment and pain that had paralyzed them for years was simply remarkable. Their ability to find it in their hearts to be kind towards someone who was evil to the person who they loved most just felt somehow so right to me. And I was so conflicted, but I couldn't ignore that it felt right because that's how it felt. And I realized that forgiveness does not erase the past or forgets what happened and the horrendous act that took place or how unfair it was. It just looks at it with compassion. But you must be asking, as most people do, how could you have compassion in that circumstance and in some other circumstances? And why should you? have compassion and how can you forgive the unforgivable first of all the unforgivable does not exist that's a myth created by fear and fear is not a feeling you should have around you or as part of your life other than basic fears that protect you from avoidable harm every day so many of us see forgiveness as a way of saying that what happened was okay acceptable And even as a way of condoning it. And that is not at all what forgiveness means. It does not downplay the act, but it actually heals its impact in the aftermath. By not forgiving, you keep alive emotions of hurt, anger, and blame, which tarnish your perception of life and makes you a jaded person. By holding on to pain and resentment, You suffer because the sorrow is intensified and it's kept alive. Why would anyone want to do that? Why would anyone want to continue to suffer? So how does one forgive? Well, I'm not religious. I'm spiritual, but I'm not religious. But I personally resort to the good old let he who had not sinned be the one to cast the first stone. Basically, I resort to remembering that I too am not perfect. That even if on a different level or a lesser scale, I make a lot of mistakes, that still means I'm not perfect. And I cannot truly appreciate someone's decision or act, no matter how repulsive, if I have not walked in their shoes. And again, I am not saying that it's okay to do horrible things just because you had a horrible life. Not at all. But I am saying that I cannot even begin to try to understand someone when I cannot relate to all that they went through or who they are inside in their head because some people are just born with a messed up brain. You know, something is actually wrong. It's physically wrong. It's not their fault. It doesn't justify it, doesn't excuse it, but it's not something they can control. I also tried to avoid ruminating on thoughts of being wronged. Instead, I remember that the way someone acts towards me says nothing about me and everything about them. That way, I also forgive myself for being a victim 
or for being the punching bag or the one that they acted out on. This doesn't mean that I consented to what just happened, but if, I feel it's important to forgive yourself no matter what role you, role you played. Because a lot of times we feel that we should have reacted differently and that that will play over and over and over in our head and in our minds and, and it consumes us. And I try not to focus on that so much because hindsight is always twenty twenty, and we can't rewind time. So we need to accept the things that we cannot change. And forgiving yourself is actually a crucial step in general. And when it comes to forgiving others, I personally feel that it all boils down to your ability to forgive yourself, accepting that you are human, that you are not perfect, that you are more than your mistakes, that the lessons you learned by making those mistakes have made you a better person, or even that perhaps you're trying to fit a circle in a square hole. Perhaps you are trying to be an ideal person for someone else but that is not who you truly are and sometimes your true self will come out. Hence why it's so important to own your truth and be authentic. But sometimes it's not so simple. Although I would like to argue that it is, I am not you and I cannot possibly understand all your whys. It took me three decades to arrive at the comfort level that I am today with being me, unapologetically me. So I know it takes time. And we are each in our own time zone. Another important angle to look at is we make a lot of assumptions about why someone does something. And 99% of the time, we are wrong. It is human to feel like everything in life is about us. When someone cuts us off, we think it's because they think we don't matter or we are going too, too slow or they think that... They're better than us or that they wanted to piss us off or something. Or if someone is driving too slowly in front of us, we think it's because they want to control our speed and teach us a lesson in safety or because they're selfish and feel that their way is the only way and the only one that matters. And that in fact, because they're not in a hurry, it should mean that we shouldn't be either. The truth is that someone may be in a hurry to say their, say their final goodbyes to a loved one at the hospital. Or someone may be driving slowly because they're traumatized after a car accident and that is their first time trying to overcome that fear by getting back to driving. And I am using these small examples because I do not want to dabble into more serious ones for now. But the thing is, most of the time, we take things personally as if the world revolves around us. And in reality, most of the time, people are battling their own battles and they don't even remember we exist. And as much as we wish that they did, we cannot hold them to a higher standard than we hold ourselves. And we all battle our own battles. We all make mistakes. We all have bad days. And we are all both sinners and saints. And since we don't know the whys, then why not make an assumption that makes us feel better about the situation and forgive that person instead of making one, you know, an assumption that escalates it into our, in our own head, you know? If you have a choice on how to feel, then choose whatever will feel better, not what feels worse. What, what feels better? Saying to yourself that a guy cut you off because he thinks he's better than you or saying that he did it because he wanted to watch his child be born? I mean, you're never going to know the answer. So why not just make up the story that makes you happiest and that leads to forgiveness? It's also healthier. There's a close link between negative emotions and illness documented over the past decade by several leading doctors. 
Toxic and destructive emotions have the potential to activate certain diseases. So we are making ourselves sick by being unforgiving. And I know that it, it might go against your moral code to forgive certain perpetrators. But you have to look at forgiveness beyond a pardon. And in fact, realize that it is a weapon of self-empowerment. Anger and resentment keeps us stuck in the past, replaying disempowering emotions instead of living in the present moment. When you're wounded, especially by significant people in your life, your empowerment is challenged and your worthiness is called into question. The vulnerability your loss of empowerment creates within you allows the wound to damage your worthiness. From a spiritual perspective, the ego feeds off fear and convinces us that we were wronged and it holds on to anger and resentment to keep the pain alive. Rather than forgiving the perpetrator or minimizing the intensity of the misdeed, by forgiving you recover the empowerment and the self-worthiness that you thought had been taken from you by that act. And as Nelson Mandela once said, forgiveness starts here. Forgiveness liberates the soul. It removes fear. That is why it is such a powerful weapon. The past is in the past. We look to the future. I think that's beautiful. And you won't hurt yourself by trying this out. So that is all we have for today. Thank you for being here with me and listening to me and being a part of my journey. I am Camilla, your High Vibe Advocate, looking forward to your outreach at highvibeadvocate.com. And as always, looking forward to our next meeting right here on my channel. See you next Wednesday.